Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raisin Grace Studios. Want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors, Nobles Networking, Williams Tire, Par Hopper Golf, Grid Iron Coffee, Straight Haggard Thread Company, uh, Red Circle, our management company, all the corporate sponsors that came along. Uh, Want to give a big thank you to everyone involved in the past couple of weeks in the Nashville shows. Thank each and every one of y'all. But I'm back home, back in the studio, and uh, I couldn't think of a better way to start off being back here for a little while than a political show. So if you don't want to hear politics, turn it the fuck off now. Uh, you know what? You shouldn't. You should learn. You should learn to not be a jackass and know who you're voting for, especially live in the state of Georgia. Don't just vote blindly. Uh, sitting at the table with me tonight, sitting in front of me right now, I've got Mr. Neil Mullis, one of our, our favorites on the show. Hello. Uh, uh, why you say more now? I know you're watching the Braves game sitting behind me, but say hey, I missed you guys. Hey, I missed you guys. You're fucking horrible at go, this. Go Braves! <laughs> What's the score? Five nothing. At nine forty-five, the Braves still have a chance. What inning? Uh, it is the third, bottom of the third, and there's absolutely no cell phones in the Astrodome Stadium right now. Why? No cell phones out. Well, you know, this sign ceiling son of a bitches. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Repossessed all the cell phones, just like the, the concerts you went to. There you go. Next yeah. to him, my uh, my road trip buddy, one of my besties, Miss Tyler Branch. What's up, brother? I miss you, boy. Everybody you asked about you in Nashville the past three weeks. I hated not being there, too. Riley Lowry told me literally, as soon as I saw you, kick you square in the dick because you deserved it for not being there. Well, I'm glad you hadn't done it yet. Well, Blaine Bunning already did it to me. Well, so I don't want to do it. Blaine Bunning got one more time. We'll, we'll, Sack we'll, tap me. I'm going to bust his ass. I don't care if he's on stage again. We'll, we'll, we'll see about it after. All right. Well, just yeah, don't tease me with good time. Um, <laughs> next to him, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say your whole damn name. No, you can't. Okay. Next to him is a, is a fella I kind of look up to about politics. When I get some of my information from, uh, from this fella, it's usually uh, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He hasn't steered me wrong yet. Yet. He made a kind of a badass prediction with uh, with Trump when I was at a bachelor trip party right about now last year. But uh, besides that, he's always spot on. Mr. Chan Jones, uh, he is uh, the reason we're doing the show tonight. Um, he knows I got a passion for politics, and it's my passion is I want people to know that the way you improve your state, your community, your everything, it starts from a local level. This is the local level that you're about to get some uh, information on. So anybody out here in Georgia – uh, listen up what we're about to talk about. And if you're not from Georgia, then reach out to the people in your community that are representatives and stuff like that and figure out how you can make a change to make this, uh, this country better. So uh, me and Chan have talked about doing this for a while now and this kind of worked out good. And uh, Chan's going to start telling us about some of the some of the races and everything going on in Georgia, and we're going to break them down, but we're going to break them down our way over some whiskey and a good time. So, <laughs> Well, we'll start off with the one that's probably going to be the hottest. Um the governor's race, we currently on, on the right side have four candidates. The left does not have a candidate announced yet. Um, we've got the incumbent, Brian Kemp. We've got Vernon Jones. We've got Dr. Candace Taylor. And we've got a guy that's qualified named Jonathan Garcia. And that is going to be the extent of what I know about him. He's from North Georgia. Nobody knows anything about the guy. Um, Vernon has been traveling around with General Flynn. Candace, of course, is uh, endorsed by Mike Lindell. And Josh Terry. And, and Josh Terry. 
Um, <laughs> that's, that's the one who has asked me to go and, to some of her things and, and okay. so, speak. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I can tell people, um, as, as a county chairman, I can't endorse anybody publicly. Um, I can tell you who, who I really think is, has, has done a good job, and, and I do think that the governor we have has done a good job. Um, some things that we have went through as a state, people don't realize how close Georgia is. If you live in a little rural area like we do, you don't see Atlanta. You don't know what Atlanta looks like. Every day inside of 285, 84 people move in. Those 84 people are not moving from Dublin and Eastman. Mm-mm. They're coming from New York and California and Sounds Chicago. like Nashville. It balances out the rest of the state. I mean, it's, it's stupid. It's so blue up there that oh, it, ba- it balances out. I've seen it, and a lot but, of it uh, do with the movie industry. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, a lot of the movie industry, I mean, if you look at the movie industry, leaving California basically for Georgia. Mm-hmm. What, 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 Georgia. what is the deal with that? It's just low, less tax credits to get it made? Tax credits. Tax credits. Yep. And so I've got a fraternity brother named James Whitley. He owns Creature Comforts Beer up in Athens. And I, uh, when Marvel shot, what was the Marvel movie with Thanos snapping his fingers? Yeah, Endgame. Avengers. Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So they took a truckload of beer down there, and one of the scenes, Thor is toting a Tropicalia creature comforts. Well, the beer blew up after Yeah, that. yeah. It's the best advertising he ever did. I did not know that. Yeah. But, <laughs> I've um, never seen so that. So that, yeah. that's all happened in Georgia. And it does bring a different segment than what you got to get outside of your little circle. Sure. around here because the state doesn't look like we do that's right. yeah that and that's usually anywhere i go first thing somebody asks you is where when you say i'm from georgia is oh you're from atlanta Mm-mm. and they're like no they're like, oh you're from savannah <laughs> no Halfway in between. <laughs> no i am i am i'm from south well, georgia, it's like i was telling georgia. you about living up north in new york you know I, I would tell people i you know i was living in new york and they go oh i could never take the city and i'm like well no i live in western rural new york and they're like yeah, I can never take the city. And I'm like, well, whatever. But yeah, like you got to kind of get outside of, or help, I guess, help people get outside of that mindset right. is, is what you're saying. What, uh, I like Candace. I think that, uh, and she's going to hear this. Uh, she knows how honest I am. Right. I think Candace is, uh, is very good. I don't think she's there yet. I think that she probably should have picked something else to run for besides governor. Um, I like her though. I, I wish that, you know, for the values and stuff that she stands for. I think she's a very, very good person. I'm scared she's going to get outspent. She's going to get overlooked and everything. I wish it would. I wish she'd do very well. But in a real world, I think she's playing a different game than everybody else. It's a money game now, and you can like it. You can not like it. It's the fact. It's the rules of the game. Yeah, right. If you look at Leffler, Purdue, Warnock, and Ossoff when they had the runoffs, those four candidates, Yep, that was one2 Billion, that's B, billion spent by those four candidates. There was not. Okay, a, there was the, not. the days of Josh Terry being a good old boy and we want to run him for office, mm-hmm. those are gone. So regardless of, you've got to have a certain amount of money. I would guess that the Kemp campaign this time would spend between 50 and $60 million. That, that's what they'll spend. The, his opponent on the left will spend twice that. They'll have to because um, yeah because, because they have they have access to capital they they have they have a lot more access sure. but the days of being the good old boy th- 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 those are gone that don't even I, work for sheriff anymore no uh, <laughs> you got to have money you got to have a yeah. lot of money I don't even think though that after the way Kemp ran with his first uh, the reason I got jacked up on Kemp the first time was those uh, the videos the election or whatever it was the what do you call them 
Yeah, the ads going the ads, into the ads. Yeah. The ads for him running for governor. I was like, oh, this is a well, it this was a pro two A style ad. Yeah, it was well, see those ads. You got to think. So I know the man. I've yeah. known the man for a number of years. Right. Um, he is not a dumb country hick. Yeah. He is not the, the media perform. Uh, you know, portrays him. He he is not that whatsoever. But what you're doing when you're in a congested primary, which he was with Casey Cagle. I don't know if y'all right. remember. Oh yeah. Casey Cagle was the heir apparent. He was a lieutenant governor. He was supposed to win. And those ads were just to get you talking about him. They did a good job. Um, you know, him pointing a shotgun at the guy coming <laughs> to take his daughter up. That didn't happen. <laughs> but it, it made a lot of people. I got a big truck, right? I got a big truck to pick yeah. up the illegal. People loved it. People laid it up. I know. It got me. It got me. Um, I was like, I like this guy. I think you'll see a pivot. I don't think you'll see that same you message. Could, I don't time. think you could. I, I don't think that, you'll see that's the same That's the point message. I was getting to is I think that after the way that the last election went, I don't think people believe that there's good old boys up in office anyway anymore. Not that, that he's not, yeah. but solid-ass country folk like he presented himself in that ad. Sure. I think now it is, it's not what we believe is there anymore. Anyway, I don't think Kemp's a bad guy. I think there were some mistakes no. made, but I also have not been in his shoes. I don't know I wouldn't have done the same thing in some of those positions. Right. You know, and... and my conversation, I had a conversation with him this afternoon. My conversation with him has always been when you tell us, when you give a message, my job is to tell you how people where I'm from receive it. Right. What you do with that information is that right. I, I've never told the governor what to do on anything because, quite frankly, who am I to do that? But I, I do tell him how people hear stuff. We do have a messaging problem on several things. Um, Neil, I know you, Second Amendment, big deal, right? Okay, oh, yeah. so you'll see some guys on Facebook, they're just arguing about this constitutional carry. You know, they want constitutional carry where you don't have to have a, a permit. What those guys don't understand is that we have what's called a reciprocal agreement with all five states at border Georgia. Right. So if you get a concealed permit and you carry a gun mm -hmm. and you go into Florida, that Georgia permit is it's just good. as good as it is in Florida. Yep. If we go to constitutional carry, which you don't have to have a permit, you put your gun on your hip and you go into Florida, guess what? You just broke the law. That's right. Because it's not reciprocal at that point. We have not done a good job of getting that message out. People are like, why do we not have constitutional carry? Transparency. Well, there's, there's other little pieces to the puzzle that people don't understand yep. Yep. That, that you can't do that. Well, that's, oh, yeah. like, that, that's a big problem I have with politics, right? So... You, you have all these candidates and these Republicans, Democrats, both of them. They stand up on stage and they tell you, we're going to reduce your taxes. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. All right. Stop saying the same thing for the hour that you're on a debate stage and tell me how you're going to do it. Right. Tell me what's involved doing it. Tell me what, where the money is it, going to go when you do it. It's they think for the majority of people, this is just me. I think they think that most folks are too dumb to understand. And for the majority, besides for people to actually give a shit about it, I think they are too dumb to understand. Absolutely not. M yeah, most I, people. Everybody, I that think, works, but, everybody that works in the state of yeah. Georgia, everybody that works full-time job, I'll guarantee you they look at their paycheck and they figure out how much they just paid in Medicare, how much they paid in Social Security, how much they paid in their retirement account. And who does account, some bitch named Fox I mean... Everybody yes, wants to know where their money goes. If it wasn't for FICA, I'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's uh, when you see that, I mean, it's kind of the simplified version of it, though. You don't know where it goes to once it gets past that exactly. point. Sure. And you would give a shit. You'd give a shit. I'd give a shit. Absolutely. Chan probably understands the majority of it. But for the average, the average everyday person, it just takes a little bit of 
news they get about politicians and the media, they don't give a shit to look into it. They don't care, so it has to be dumbed down. I understand why they only give you the tip. I understand why they only give you just enough. It's always the, the hook line. Yeah, just, just a tip. Right? Yeah, just, yeah, just a tip. tip. I know why they do it because there's people couldn't understand it, That's and right. even if they did, they wouldn't pay attention. Well, that boils to a much bigger problem. We'll talk about that later. You're right. But what what I'd You're like right. to do, Josh, if we can go through the state offices that are running and then come back to some things in the governor's race. The, the governor's race takes a while to get unpacked. There, yeah. There's going to be a lot going on. Yeah, we there. can do governor last. Okay, governor so last. lieutenant governor. Um, I will go ahead and predict this will be by far the ugliest race. This race will get nasty. This race will get very personal. Um, we've got three candidates, two of whom I would consider to be extraordinarily front runners. But um, Burt Jones is a senator from Jackson, Georgia. Burt was a walk-on for the Georgia Bulldogs, um, actually became special teams full-time captain while he was there. Burt is Trump-endorsed. Okay, that carries a lot of weight in the state of Georgia. Yep. Um, one of his opponents, for also from the Senate, is Butch Miller. Butch is a uh, car salesman or owns car lots in Gainesville, Georgia, which Gainesville has become the political mecca of Georgia. Um, he served as president pro tem in the Senate. You also have Jeannie Seaver down in Savannah that's running. Um, this race is going to be between Burt and Butch, and this race is going to be very, very expensive. You have to look at the lieutenant governor as this is going to be who's running for governor next time, the, right. whoever wins this race. Right. Um, Burt is probably by far the most liquid legislator in the House or the Senate. Very wealthy. Very, very wealthy. Um, Butch has a ton of dollars lined up as well. For lieutenant governor, this will by far be the most expensive lieutenant governor's race either. I can see both candidates spending – this race combined may get to eight figures for lieutenant governor. I mean, that, that much money. Um, they don't get a lot of exposure, though. Um, it will this time. It will this time. You know, the, and I, I, I want to circle back to the Trump endorsements and what it means and what I think it can mean. But um, this race is going to be won in the trenches. Who gets out and sees and you know, shakes babies and kisses hands yeah, or, or vice versa. <laughs> right. Um, so that, that, that one's going to be a, a little bit ugly. One, that, a race that we've always overlooked and never really thought much about until this last time is Secretary of State. Now, all of a sudden, made everybody, it. It made a big everybody's interested in the Secretary of State's race. Um, we've got an incumbent, Brad Raffisberger. Um, we've got David Bell-Isle, who used to be mayor of Alpharetta. We've got Jody Heiss who's a United States rep and has the Trump endorsement. We've got T.J. Hudson, who's a probate judge from over in Soperton, so small, small town, African-American guy. Good old Soperton. Um, those four guys are running. Um, I don't say this to be funny. I just think it's factual. I think Raffensperger could possibly finish fifth out of the four people. Really? I kind of hate it. That, that I mean, he's hated right now. On the left and the right, it's ugly. It's, it's very <laughs> ugly. It's um, been it's been crazy how many Georgia politicians though have made themselves so hated yeah. in the past in the past two years. It don't take long. That Jody Heiss name that sounds so familiar. He's a shorter guy in statue. Um, my, all right, so here's here's where Heiss is in a little bit of trouble. Okay, there's two Donald Trump endorsements. Okay, so I'll touch on the Donald Trump phenomenon for a minute. Donald Trump is supporting Burt Jones. 
Donald Trump is supporting Jody Heiss. Donald Trump is also supporting Herschel Walker. Okay, Herschel Walker don't need Donald Trump. <laughs> Herschel Walker don't need Jesus. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> He's the good. Other, Herschel's, other, Herschel's winning. The other, I mean, Herschel Walker doesn't need anybody. He just needs to show up and smile, That's sign it. autographs. The other two are banking that the Trump endorsement is going to bring more people to the fold than it runs off. And that's to be determined. But the, the race for Secretary of State, this is who oversees the elections. There was a lot of mistakes made in this last election. A lot of them. I'm going to dispel some rumors when we get into some of the stuff. But us sending ballot request forms to every single registered voter in the state of Georgia was absolutely trash. It mm -hmm. should have never happened. Should, it, should, it should have never happened. Um, do I think you ought to be able to vote absentee? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. In a pandemic. But the left was far more mobilized than the right, and they were ready for this. We, we weren't ready for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's um, why I've, all, I've always thought, and I'm, I try, I started off as one of these big conspiracy theory nuts about everything. And then you told me something along with a couple other people when it came to all this. Was it just Stacey Abrams outworked the GOP? Yeah. But also, too, I thought from the very beginning, I thought this lines up perfectly for the left, for the Democrats, and the Republicans, I don't think, I thought that it was like contemplated to do it. Like it was where they made this, pan, not made the pandemic happen, but they took advantage of the situation. And the Republicans, I just never thought, after the fact now, I never thought it was ready. I, I think that somehow Democrats had a game plan way before it ever happened. No, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And if you look at conspiracy theories, here, here's one thing I want to share with y'all. In order for, for you to believe in a conspiracy theory, you have to believe in two things, right? The first thing you have to believe in is that politicians are smarter than you, okay? Every politician we're talking about today, I have my cell phone, I can call them right now. <laughs> they're not smarter than us. They're regular, ordinary people, just like us. I mean, they're, they're just, they're, they're regular people. So you got to believe they're smarter than you, and you got to believe they can keep their mouth shut. Yeah, I know a whole bunch of politicians. Can't do that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know that. So you know, there's there's a theory called Occam's Razor. What makes the most sense is probably true. Yeah. Um, before you go believe in all these outlandish things that you read on some far right or far left website, what makes the most sense? But the Secretary of State overseeing the election this time. I had personal problems with the Secretary of State's office this time. Um, I sat in Dodge County in the car with the sheriff and with the GBI watching groceries be handed out. You, call, you called me that day. I remember. And I called the Secretary of State's office and they wouldn't move on it. And basically the Secretary of State's office has since called me a liar so, <laughs> and it didn't go well for so me. So real quick, explain to people, like you have certain things that you can do in an election, like yeah. there's a what is it a stopping or something that you no can, you can't you can't give anybody anything. I can give you I can come pick you up and take you to the polls. Okay, I right? thought there was something that you could do, and Stacey Abrams and the and the left literally pushed it to the extreme to where it was that gray area, black well, and, and white. I'm not with the say groceries. that this was Abrams funded. I don't know where it was funded, but they had what in Eastman anyway. They had what was called a collard green conference. Okay, and so they gave you a bag of groceries worth fifty dollars, and then they walked you across the road to buy. Mm -hmm. I mean to vote. And so my question to the Secretary of State's office was, what can I spend on the votes? Yeah. I said, nothing. And I said, well, something's got to give yeah, one way or the on? other. So, and, and growing up in Dodge County, I know a lot of your listeners may not appreciate <laughs> that, but 
The reason you show an ID in the state of Georgia to vote is because of Dodge County. We had some precincts that had 117% turnout back in the 90s. Our county is notorious. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is really bad. The reason why a lot of people in Dodge County were so on board with the entire election process being rigged in the rest of the United States for the last presidential <laughs> was because they knew it. Because it's, <laughs> like, it's like, shit, we've seen that our whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. My dead grandpa done voted eight goddamn times. <laughs> I mean, I used to go sit outside the precinct and hope to see my granddad because yeah, he always showed up on election yeah. day somehow. <laughs> no, there's a long, ugly history of it in Dodge County. Damn, um, man, it goes everywhere, though. It goes everywhere. That's what I, this whole election, you, we'll do the conspiracy theories later, but when, when I go up here to the courthouse, and you've seen me, I go vote at the courthouse, I have to show ID. Yeah. yeah. I have to show a driver's license. And, uh, I mean... You can dispel it later. You can dispel it now or whatever. But, I mean, the one thing we heard from the media and everybody else was whenever you request a mail-in ballot, who do you show ID for? That's uh, – state bill – I mean, Senate Bill 202 cured a lot of that. Okay, so so we cured a lot of that. Um, me, personally, I'm not a fan of absentee voting. No. Um, I think if we've got three and a half weeks to vote and you still can't vote – Sure. I, I mean, I, I just don't know anybody like aside that from come military by. or somebody who's overseas right. like that. Yeah, most aside people, from that, no. That's kind of the only do. ones I'm okay with, or if you're like physically handicapped. Hey, here, and it's hard for you to get out your home. Well, good thing is, here's now, you some trivia. Here's you some trivia. Okay. So I know how every vote in Bletchley County went. Yeah. There were 12 votes that were military overseas ballots. There, There's a special name for them. I can't remember what it is. But when those ballots come in, Say our ballot is the size of this sheet of paper. Yeah. A military ballot's half the size. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to take their ballot and transcribe it onto another ballot. So you have to rewrite the ballot? Right. So it's me, the Democrat, and the judge sitting there doing it. And it's all above board. Yeah. Like we're so when y'all saw on TV people filling ballots out. There's a legitimate reason that that was going on. That see that would make okay. sense. There, there's a, see it that doesn't mean it's a conspiracy. I mean that happens. All right, so twelve ballots from Bleckley County came in from the military. Mm -hmm. How many you think voted Biden? How many you think voted Trump? I'm gonna say six and six. It's twelve nothing Biden. Really? Is that right? Blew me away. I mean, <laughs> even the Democrats sat there. The chair of the Democrat Party Weird. was like, "Oh my god," um, because. The only thing I can figure is maybe it was people from a different demographic than what I can. Because most of the time, your military ballots tend to lean to the right. Mm -hmm. And when you started hearing Lindell and Wood and Powell and all them screaming, we got more military ballots, I was just sitting there looking at the television saying, I hope y'all's military ballots are going differently than ours. I, <laughs> because I heard, that's not how ours went. That was kind of the weird thing is uh, when with this, the following of the show and everything on social media for me. I always assumed that the military would be Trump. A lot of the stuff that I got from people that messaged in about everything, it wasn't Trump. Right. I don't know why. Well, see, you I, think I don't everybody votes the way you do. You, you get yeah. trapped and, you know, these are my buddies. that Tell We're all sure. thinking yeah. Yeah, sure. And that's not how the world thinks. Um, but mo moving along to the next race, um, Ag Commissioner in Georgia – your ag commissioner in Georgia is actually a pretty darn powerful position. I mean, agriculture is our number one industry. Right, of course. We got a guy from uh, Osceola named Tyler Harper. He's a senator. He's running unopposed. Tyler's 35 years old. Tyler is going to be a gubernatorial candidate. He may not even know that yet, but so, say, but it is. What does that mean, gubernatorial? Governor. Governor. Uh, gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. I thought I heard gubernatorial. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, he, that's yeah, that's the technical name. He will 
Tyler and and the thing I, I I'll preface all this in transparency and saying I'm working on Tyler's campaign. Tyler is as down to earth. It's not fake. Did I meet him at the fish fry? He was a really short guy. If you did, really short guy. He's not. He's not fake. He's genuine. He was still taller than you. And he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He, he's rural Georgia. You. He's our he's our people. Yeah. You know, he, he, he don't have to act to be around here. Um, now, I, is Gary Black still? All right, so Gary's in that position he's now. Gary's leaving that to go run against Herschel for the U.S. Senate position. Why the okay. fuck would anybody? I just would get yeah. – I don't know why anybody's running against yeah. Herschel. Well, Herschel's running against him. Gary got in the race first. Yeah, well. So, Gary got in the race first and then Herschel. Gaishel, uh, Gaishel? Gaishel. Herschel has run a <laughs> lot of races. He <laughs> In his life, he's going to win this one. So uh, the, well, that that trend, you know, that that takes us right into the U.S. Senate race. In the U.S. Senate race, we got Herschel. Um, Herschel is the Trump endorsed candidate. Did you um, go see him speak in Perry? I did not, and I'll he tell didn't. you why I wasn't in Perry, and it's for a very important reason. But um, Herschel is not polished. Herschel is not ready for the bright lights of debate stages. But Herschel has something that there's not much money can buy, and that's name recognition. That's in right. politics, that's right. name recognition is a tremendous amount. Herschel has also been a guy that whatever he does in life, whether it's selling jet fuel, whether it's bobsledding, whether it's MMA fighting, he's proven time and time again lose. that he's not good at losing. He's not good at losing. Betting against him may not be you know, in your best interest. Um Rick Flair actually endorsed him um, the other day and hosted some. <laughs> well, no, I, I get why. Like, oh. there's certain names in Georgia that will always ring ring higher than anybody else's. Yep. Rick Flair might sound like a joke to a lot of people, but it makes perfect sense why you would want Rick Flair to endorse you in Georgia. When when Terry Bollea considered running for governor of Florida. That's Hulk Hogan. Nobody, very few people would know that. Yeah, very right, few people right, would know that. Right. Shit, I got all this stuff with my wife. I love Terry. Terry Balea wanted a picture to be put beside everybody's name on the ballot. Because if you saw a picture of Hulk Hogan, it, that's, worth, that's worth some points. Yeah, right absolutely. Um, Hogan. But, you know, so, so you got the Herschel Walker thing. I would tell people around here in these small towns that we live in, you're not going to see Walker. And the reason being... Do you think he would have to though? I don't think no, he has. I don't think I don't he think has think to. No and to. also think like if Herschel called us and said, you know, Chan, you're the GOP chair. We want to come to Cochrane. I would have to call the law. I mean, we would have 700 people yeah. wherever we were at. I, I couldn't even get people in and out of there. That happened at the base um, when he was there. Yeah, like, it, it's a mm -hmm. it's a circus. It yeah. really is a circus. Yeah. And oh, it was yeah. a circus before he was in politics. Well, you'd have to sell tickets. I mean, yeah. honestly, you'd have to raise money. You'd have to sell tickets. You'd right. have to. Do what uh, you know, Dr. Owens did. Or... Oh, I guess you do. I guess that's the stuff I was going to. Yeah. I forgot about it. I, I, for some reason, I was thinking that you cannot charge for that, but no, that you definitely can because that's what I was speaking at. So your, your next candidate in there is Gary Black. Gary Black's been ad commissioner in Georgia for a number of years. I would tend to tell you that Gary has most of your senators and reps around the state lined up with him. He's been in politics a long time. Gary's well thought of. It's just a matter of, to me... Does political alliances matter as much as name recognition? I don't know. I if don't know he, the answer to that. If he was to prove, like, how you just said that Herschel's unpolished. 
Yeah. If he was to prove, like, and I don't know what kind of debate they have. If, if I was first walker, I would never debate I, w- I wouldn't do one either. I wouldn't debate him. I, there's no way I would. There's because, nothing to gain, yep. but there's the world to lose. That's exactly so, what I was getting You know, all you can do is screw up. Exactly. It, there's no so, way that, I'm not saying mentally, there's no way politically he can go toe for toe for somebody who's been in it forever. Yeah, no, no. Gary, no Gary would walk the dog on him. Um, Gary's a very well thought of, you know, when Gary, if you're around Gary and you cuss, you feel bad. I mean, he's a very Christian man, very, very, very straight by the book guy. Um, it's going to be this race. I feel like could possibly go to a runoff. Um, it, it'll be interesting how it goes. Another one in the race is Latham Sadler. Latham was down at Griff Bowens and Ryan. Latham is a Sadler. Navy SEAL. Okay, he's a Navy SEAL. Okay. He was the, the director of intelligence under Trump. Okay, um, this guy is just if you look at him. He's probably the guy your girlfriend's going to leave you for. I mean, he is just a badass. He's he was just a ripped up. I mean, he is. I am just telling you, if, if he walks by, good-looking dude, very well-spoken, very polished. Um, in this race, we're going to have four candidates, and it's a crying shame that we can't elect all four of them. we got four darn good folks, and that's a good problem to have. we got we got four good folks. The fourth is Kelvin King. Um, Kelvin King is African-American. He went to the Air Force Academy, played football, um, you know, served in, in, in combat, was a business owner. Kelvin's wife, Janelle King, is one of the anchors on Fox News. Okay. 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 So, you know, those four people. And they're all GOP. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully those people don't do what Kelly Leffler and Doug Collins did and beat each other up. I mean, we cannibalized ourselves. That's right. what we did in right. that race. Right. But those four people are four good candidates and – I hope that the four of them stick around in some capacity. Well, they're you good know, people. Yeah. Even if they don't win that office. Sure. Yeah. And it's also, be involved. You know, let, let's say if, if trends go right now, I'd say Gary and Herschel were one and two. Um, if there's a runoff, I think it could get really interesting on where Latham and Kelvin's people lined up. Latham and Kelvin have done a very good job of going to every single county in Georgia. If y'all haven't been around, that that's a lot of work. Do you yeah. think Do you think that Herschel, though, pulls Democrat vote? All right, so I'll get back to that. Okay, okay. I, I'll come like, back to that. that so that's, that's the Trump, and that comes into the Trump endorsement and what I think it's worth. Um, I, I'll touch back back to that on United States Rep. So that's the United States Senate on the representative. We got Austin Scott down in Tifton, represents the Eighth District. Um, Austin's done a wonderful job for us. Unfortunately, he's in a minority party, and Nancy Pelosi's running the show in the House. Um, when that flips, and the House will flip in this next election, we will regain the House. I believe you're right. Um, um, Austin will be, you know, he'll have some power and some sway. I've heard rumors of somebody running against Austin on the Republican side. I hadn't seen anything, and I think it would almost be a futile effort. I mean, Austin's fairly well thought of in the party. Um, Labor commissioner for Georgia. Here's something pretty cool. Y'all know... Do you know where Department of Labor is? Yeah. All right, so yeah, there's one in Eastman. I think it's across from Butcher Block, isn't it? it, it uh, so, right across the railroad track. So, somewhere. Yep, yep, yep. So there's 42 of those in the state of Georgia. Um, the current Labor Commissioner of Georgia has been under fire because he closed all of them because of COVID. Mm. So we have businesses right now in the state that need labor, but our labor department shut everywhere because of COVID. Right. Um, this guy's in trouble. He's in big, huge trouble. Um, the AJC did a, a, a pretty much a, a hit job on him the other day, and they did an, exposed an audit that found $1.2 million worth of lunches 
that were bought for his staff during the past year while the offices have been closed from Chick-fil-A and other things. So it's, it's not a good look. Bruce Thompson, who's a senator, is running against him. And all the straw polls I've seen, Bruce is just destroying him. Um, we, we, need some, we need some changes in the Department of Labor. Um, I, I'll tell you, I'll be the first to tell you that our side has not handled that very well. The, the labor office needs to be open. We, we, need, to, no we need to get sure. people. I had no idea it would have been closed. Well, I mean, you're not down there seeking a job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> it's kind of one of those out of sight, out of mind things. Now, when you got fired, you might have been down there, hadn't you? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I don't think they hire radio there. <laughs> they do, boy. You'd get some janky some bitch on that <laughs> real fast. But that, you know, the, the incumbent hadn't even said he's running again. Bruce is running strong. And I'm going to tell you if, you, if you meet Bruce, Bruce is one of these guys who's extraordinarily pro-life. His mother should have aborted him. Uh, I've got a buddy uh, named Lee Tucker. Under the circumstances. Same thing. He's adopted two children that were that they taught the parents out, out of uh, abortion to keep those two children. He is one of the hardest working men that, that I've seen around and has some really good ideas. Um, it's going to be tough to beat him because it's going to – it's like I tell people about the governor, you're not going to outwork him. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to get out and, and see more people. Um, Attorney General, Chris Carr, that's who decides who to prosecute and not prosecute. Um, that's the incumbent. A lot of people think everybody should have went to jail for the last election. Um, here's something interesting for you, Josh. A girl a couple years in front of me in high school is running on the Democrat side, Jen Jordan from Eastman. Why do I know that name? She was Jennifer Hour okay. in, in high school. She married, I think it's Jimmy Carter's campaign manager's grandson. See, I'm um, tied into, like, because Grandpapa... Oh, not right. Papa, goodness. Guy Tripp, right. my great-granddaddy, was one of the advisors for Jimmy Carter okay. back in the day. Well, we're, we're hooked in with some of them Jen, Jen is extraordinarily good-looking. I mean, forgive me, but that's what she is. She's very, very, she's very well-spoken. That, that goes a long way and in she's in for women. She's married into political royalty. She's, on the other, she's one of them that you hate to see on the other side. Yeah. I mean, you wish she was on your side. That race is going to be close between Democrats and Republicans. I think if Jen gets down here in rural Georgia where she's from – She'll she'll do well. Um, if Carter if Carter's still alive by then, and uh, oh, he's immortal, man. I know. If he endorses her anywhere in Georgia in rural counties, it's yeah. over with. He he's immortal. See, the one thing that you know, he's the like one, the he's like the Willie Nelson of politics. The one conspiracy theory that I do buy into, uh, you know, how many presidents and first ladies we've had die of cancer. I talk about this all the time. Not a single damn one. None. None of ever done. Not a single damn one. And I don't know how many y'all can name ninety friends of any subgroup that you have that hadn't died of cancer. But you can't. You can't. It's some, something's different. So anyway, um, the school superintendent, the school superintendents from down down around where Tyler Harper's from, Richard Woods. I thank the world of him. Insurance commissioner John King, public service commissioner. We don't have any races. Um, but here's a big thing that people don't understand about politics. So did y'all turn your census in? Like, be honest. I did not. You did not? I, ne- I never did the census. You did? You did not. Okay, so, so two out of four of us at the table did. All right. So the census numbers reflect that in the past 10 years, Blakely County has lost 500 people. That's crap. Yeah, there's no way. That's crap. There's no way. I mean, I know how hard right. it is to get a house here. The high right. school graduating classes are bigger. Oh, yeah, land prices are. Uh, land prices. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just you just got stiff by that one, my <laughs> guy. So, so we're doing something called redistricting. Um, you take our state rep, 
Danny Mathis. And I joke around with people, if Jesus came back to earth and ran against Danny Mathis, I believe it would go to a runoff. Yeah, that's how well thought of he is. I mean, people, people Who's would. His daughter? Well, Danny owns a funeral home, Mathis Funeral Home. Oh, uh, Dana's his daughter. Yeah. Danny. So so he's. Danny, Danny Mathis can make your beloved one's funeral into an enjoyable experience. Yeah. So, so he connects with people. He, he's I mean, well he's, thought of. But I'll, <laughs> tell, I'll tell you all the redistricting. All right, so you take he, – his district has to pick up 16,000 voters with redistricting. Okay, if he goes north, if he goes south, if he goes east, Danny's fine. But Danny's district goes all the way to Bonaire Elementary on 96. Y'all know where that's at? Yeah. Where the new uh, storage yeah. buildings are on the left? Yeah. Okay, if we push that district even further to the west, now the bulk of that district – the South one of our It's Houston County. Yeah, Houston, mm-hmm. South Houston County. Yep. So he can be the greatest person in Cochrane, but Mm-mm. one of Robinson's is going to outvote us. They got the numbers, you know. So redistricting matters a lot coming up. Um, we got Larry Walker over in Perry as our state senator. That district actually goes from Perry all the way over to Dublin. It's kind Larry, of a weird drawn map. I can't believe Larry's still in uh, politics. Larry, he's, he's been around since I was like in elementary school, that's right? That's his dad. Oh, that's Larry Senior. Senior. Okay. Larry so Senior. That's yeah. why I was super confused. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, what is it where you go to the fair, you're on Larry yeah, Walker Park, Parkway. Parkway. Did the um, county yep, get yep. redistricted? Everybody will. So we haven't seen how that's going to affect us yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what you generally see is your younger reps and senators get their districts chopped up bad, and the older guys get to kind of set mm-hmm. the map. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, that's a lay of the land for most of the guys that are running for office, um, if y'all want to get into what I think the Trump endorsement means and, and what I don't, um, I, I'll preface this. I worked on Trump's campaign both times. I'm proud of voting for him for both times. Um, I also think there's a time to know when you leave the bar. And I think the train has pulled into the station the last time. I think it has too. That's what I've been saying for like a while now. I don't think he needs to run again. I think it's actually almost a death curse if he endorses you. Well, if you remember the first time I came on the show, it was right after Christmas this past year. Yeah. And it was us three. For the second time. Yeah, second time. Because I had to go back and listen to that episode because I was here for it, but I wasn't here for (laughs) it. I wasn't here for it. I was here in in body, but not in spirit. That was me and you. It was. It was both of you. But I I said many a time that, that... the train might not have pulled into the station if he had kept his damn mouth shut. Oh, I, I hundred percent. If he would have not, if he would have not been so, it's a double edged sword. That though, you love him because he's that way. Sure, but then you hate him because he does. Like you, oh damn, he should have done that. A man's greatest strength is his greatest. Yeah, weakness. that's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly right. Thank you. Yes, it was just yeah. the art of war. <laughs> if he that's if right. he would have even said like during the whole George Floyd stuff. He could have said Black Lives Matter one time, and I think he would have calmed a whole lot of people down. And whatever was that other one that he did that, that was uh, talking about uh, when the riots and stuff were happening, he was like, when they start looting, we start shooting or something like that. It's like, dude, how? I like Come you. Come on now. But how the fuck can you say that? <laughs> well, like, you know, Kirby pays the guy 60 grand a year to hold his belt. 
Yeah. Yeah, y'all seen the guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. All he does yeah, is hold Kirby. Where's that guy at for Trump? You know yeah. what I mean? I would have said that before. I would have gladly done well, that. Hold on, go back. You're, talk, you're talking about the one that pulls Kirby back off the sidelines? Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know. 60 grand. For those who, who don't know, <laughs> by the way, because I forget. I, I totally forget when somebody's listening to this. Y'all aren't, some, a lot of the, our listening audience isn't from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Herschel Walker was the greatest running back that's ever been at the University of Georgia. Was the no, last in, in college football. College ever. football. <laughs> Thank you. I How dare that. I get you shit straight now? That's why. The, <laughs> that's why y'all beat are me here. To that. That's why y'all are here for this episode. Uh, he is a legend here. He mm-hmm. is in everyone's home. There's a picture of Herschel Walker and Jesus mm-hmm. in every in every home in Georgia. Maybe not that. Jesus as in many homes. Yeah, probably. Herschel There's be probably more pictures. But Herschel is in every home. By God. But Herschel Walker is is king here. And then Kirby Smart is the head coach of Georgia, who's actually given Georgia, University of Georgia, a chance to win a national championship. The number one football team yeah, in the so, country. So what they're talking about is this it's uh for Kirby's very high strung with that with that animated. Big animated. Animated. Very, <laughs> I animated. Like that. So he has somebody who pulls his ass back off the sidelines when he's getting a little I need that at a bar. <laughs> hey, can I raise my hand? I have been that guy at the bar. Bitch, you act like I ain't been yours. Like, it don't matter when both of us are that guy. Ain't nobody that guy. You know what I'm saying? You're, you remember Texas? I remember a lot of things. <laughs> but uh, but no, I just uh, I didn't realize that that Kirby had a guy that pulled him back. But Trump, if he would have just shut the hell up sometimes, That's or, or worded something just a little bit different, it's almost where you want the leader of your country. To be powerful, but also polished, polished. Maybe what I like in it too. What I like in it too. Have y'all ever heard Michael Jordan say he's the greatest basketball player of all time? No, you don't have to. No, he's never said it. You You know why? Because everybody says everybody knows. Everybody says it for. He's also got the greatest Um, line ever when it comes to politics. You ever heard it? Where Michael Jordan says, "Oh yeah." When when yeah, when somebody asked him one time to endorse somebody left or right, whatever it was, don't know his stance. I would guess he's a Republican, but I'm not gonna say is. Somebody asked him, and he said, "I ain't saying shit." Republicans buy shoes too. Yeah, and it's like, Damn right. this is my guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he understands he economics. Shit, what y'all do? Keep buying stuff. If nothing else, he understands economics. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Well, yeah. I, I think if you're a Republican candidate, out of all the ones you named, uh, governor on the way down, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, so on and so forth. Uh, number one, don't run your campaign off of fixing what happened in 2020. That's long gone, done, and over with. Nia, Nia, dude, you, uh, you I'm not going to call no names. I'm not going to call <laughs> no names. He knows what you're talking about. I'm not yeah, I, I love what you're saying. I, I'm not attacking anybody's character or anything. But if you want to make changes, right, well, you can't make no changes to what happened no. in 2020. Sure. Right. Only changes we can make is the day you sit your ass in that seat as governor of Georgia. Well, uh, Neil, Neil, what I tell so, people, it's like going out on a date with a woman for the first time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the first three hours at dinner and drinks, she's talking about her ex-husband. Yep. I'm tired of hearing about you. Uh, yeah, exactly. let's, let's uh, move that, on. That's where... Where are we going forward? Right, right. <laughs> like, right, I mean, that, that's right. what... Well, when we were talking about Candace earlier, that is where, as much as I think she could be fucking great for the stuff that she stands for and she believes in wholeheartedly, every time I, I'm around... And I hear her speak. A lot of it is talking about fixing the election fraud or, 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 or the what? Don't you bring that up? 
<laughs> I, she will punch me in my face. I still love her. I'll tell her. I'll oh, tell you. Right. you know. There's a song. I'll let Chan tell you the song. You look it up because I'm not. I'm not one to bullshit and hide stuff. But uh, no, that, that was one of the things that it didn't bother me because I got why she was doing it. And I like Lynn Woods. I know that you. You said earlier, like he is the smoothest talking man I've ever met in my life, and can make you believe. That Nazis are hiding underground, <laughs> underneath your fucking house, right now, waiting on an uprising. He made me believe. Right. I still like him. <laughs> but there comes a time when all these conspiracy theories, when you say something's going to happen on a date, don't happen the first time. It's like, okay, something happened yeah. to where it didn't. Second time, uh, third time, it becomes no. unbelievable at that point. And that's yeah. where I got with... With all the the voting fraud and all that stuff, well, and everything. sure. I mean, it was supposed to have been resolved by January this year, and everybody was still going. How I many Trump, oh, ain't, Trump ain't coming in at the end of the month? You hadn't heard that. I mean, it's the, <laughs> it's this month, right? Yeah, According to what month. I heard last week, yeah. I tell you, when we this guy when Dixie we, told me that by God it was going to be next year. By God, <laughs> when we, when I opened up for Lynn Woods, oh I, shit, what this happened? Luke Jackson's coming in. I don't want to see it. Just don't talk about it. No, just don't talk. <laughs> when I when I got to open up for Lynn Woods talking at that convention center for Candace, mm -hmm. and I was backstage the whole time before with Lynn, the stuff that he was spewing. Either he is the best bullshit artist of all time, which I like him. I still want him on the show. We still message sometimes. Fair. But the stuff he was saying, it lined up until it didn't, until the dates didn't happen. He was like, on July 4th, I remember because it was July 4th, and I thought it was cool that it was July 4th, yeah. that something big was going to happen. July 4th gets here, nothing happened. And nothing was even mentioned about it. Like, there's only so far down the rabbit hole you can go before well, it I mean, just becomes, I'll tell you this, Josh, but let, let's say we we discover fraud in Georgia and we overturned our election. Okay, we still need five more states, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah. say we get five more states and we undo everything and we turn it on its head. I will tell people that as a Republican operative... You shouldn't want that to happen. Can The you Civil imagine? War would look... Like a breeze compared to what would Can happen you to this country. Imagine. What I, I, I mean, I don't think I'm exaggerating to say that it could evoke world war. It would. It would. I mean, it absolutely would. And at a certain point in time, you got to fix the holes and move on. A lot of these just, people, just, I think that they're just they they cannot understand that you lost. It sucks. It fucking sucks. Yeah. But if you were to undo every bit of that, what was a legit loss? I mean, I know I'm contradicting what I just said, but. That's the main thing. I think if if there was a way to prove, all right, how red, in one, how in in one television sitcom, honestly, television how honestly though, hey, if, hear me out though, honestly, if, if you could prove sitting here around this, if we had stuff in front of us right now where we could look at it and turn the page and go, yep, that was false. Everything that we thought about this last election was false. How how red? I, uh, hear me out. Okay. I believe it would be worth more to try harder next time right? than to try to overturn what is now. Absolutely. Yeah. How red do you think Georgia was before everything happened with the election? Georgia's still red. Okay, you still Georgia's think still, absolutely. Absolutely. still yeah. red. Absolutely. So, so if Stacey Abrams just by outworking the state. Not according to the last senator race. Uh, if Stacey mm. Abrams outworked people that hard. Yes. You do not think that other states had the same problem to where – I honestly think with the whole election where people think it was rigged, I think this is what happened. I think that 
conservatives and I think Republicans thought that it was in the bag. They stayed home. And I think that some people stayed home where they would normally go because they thought it was in the bag. And I think Trump heard us too. Yeah, I, 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 do. I do too. Because you know, when Trump came to Rome, okay, so- We nor- talked about this on that episode ta- too. You take Northwest Georgia. Okay, Northwest Georgia is a bastion for us Republicans. Like, we know that we're getting two out of every three votes up there. Sure. He had the rally right before the election, the runoff elections for Kelly and Doug. I mean, uh, for Kelly and um, uh, David. When he had those, he had the chance. He was on the microphone for two hours and 12 minutes. He had the chance to bury, to absolutely bury yes. Warnock and Ossoff. He didn't even mention them. Yeah. The whole day was about him. Mm-hmm. And his job was to bury those two people. And he suppressed turnout. And y'all know what district had the lowest turnout in that election? The Northwest yeah. District yep. up there. People don't want to talk about yes. that. Yeah, where we, that. where we make our hay. And so people didn't turn out. You know, here's the problem with the Trump rallies. I mean, have y'all you ever been to one? Anybody? Uh, I have not. I've okay, I've been to four. I've been to four of them. Okay. I've had some good friends who have been there and they're big contributors. And okay, so like you I stand there and we slap hands and he gets up there and Donald Trump is magic on the microphone. He's like WWE promo magic. Like, I mean, he's great. Hell yeah, brother. But when we were having all these Donald Trump rallies, you know what the left was doing? The left was organizing vans to haul voters. Mm-hmm. You know, and that I'm standing beside Josh Terry and Perry, and then I'm standing beside Josh Terry in Rome, and then I'm standing beside Josh Terry in Austin. Voters. <laughs> yep, yep, and you're not voters. Yeah, this same yep, dude yep, that's standing yep, beside yep. me, he's voting the same yep. way, you're, and you're, we're spending all this you're money. Feed, you don't have to convince him anymore. No, no you're yeah. feeding into an audience that already loves you. You're that's forgetting right. that's about right. the people who that's are right. on the fence. The yeah. Democrats, they forget about the people on yeah, the fence. Yeah, and see, like where, and this is when I go into showing you how close this election really was. Um, y'all realize that for Donald Trump to win Georgia, Donald Trump had to get five more votes per precinct to win Georgia. How many precincts are there? You know how many precincts are in Bleckley County? One. We needed five votes in all of Bleckley County to do our part. Really? I can name right now five people that didn't vote. Yeah. I can write it off the I top of my take. head. Like I, I said, take. they stayed home. It was not, it was not a matter of Georgia being a blue state, Georgia has changed demographically, but not not to that effect. No. I mean, not not that great. No. Um, I'll go through a couple things with Trump with you. When Trump got up in Ohio and then he echoed the sentiments in Perry, that Georgia would be better off with Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp. A man's got to have a code. My code was broke that day. Georgia would not be better off right now with Stacey Abrams. Mm-mm. First of all, we wouldn't be open for business. But what he's telling you is he's not telling you Georgia would be better off. He would Stacey be. Abrams. He, he would, would be, be a lot better off. Yep. Because it, you know what Stacy would do? She'd shut. The, she would have shut the state down. Mm-hmm. Everybody would be pissed off. And then what would they do in the next presidential election? They'd vote for Trump, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So in his interest, it, it would work. Trump's comments on Colin Powell the other day. I have some differences with Colin Powell. I really do. But I also, my granddad taught me, you don't speak ill of the dead. Yeah. You don't talk ill about uh, about dead people. I think it was beyond the pale. I think what he did to Colin Powell was beyond the pale. I don't know what he did. I hadn't seen it. Um, I'll read you the quote exactly. Yeah, read me the quote because I don't don't know Um, what it is. Because he released it. But the the, what he did to Kemp, too, is kind of sums up to what he did to a lot of people, though, is he let his self-interest 
like his pride get over the like the what's better for the whole well october 19th is when trump put this out day after colin died wonderful to see colin powell who made big mistakes on iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media hope that happens to me someday he was a classic rhino if even that Always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes, but anyway, may he rest in peace. No, that's a dick move. He still made it about him. And, and I'm just I'm just telling you, you don't do that. And, yeah. and you know, those things I will believe I truly believe that Donald Trump did not win Georgia. Now, in Republican parties, I, I will tell y'all I'm an anomaly. Most, most people do not agree with me. Um, but he did not win Georgia with 100% Republicans. If he runs again, right now, I'd put his Republican support in Georgia at 65%. Yeah. He can't win Georgia. I agree. It just won't happen. Um, I, I want to go through with y'all a little bit, if I start with you, Josh, yeah. how voting works. Yeah, I think that would be very good. Because people don't understand. Here's the problem that you have in, in, in listening to people about voting. Y'all listen to politicians tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me stop and make you think about what you're doing when you're doing that. Do y'all know who is the only person that is banned from seeing how the process works? It's the governor. Our- the politicians that are on the ballot. Okay. So these are the people that's telling you your information, but they've never seen it. Yeah. You know, so they, they know the least about it is anybody, but everybody looks to them like they're some kind of... like the Secretary of State should... Well, I can tell you this. Like in Blackley County... We are blessed with a probate judge and a board of elections that ran everything completely above board. I can't tell you what happened in Fulton County. I can't tell you what happened in Cobb County. I can tell you what happened in Blackley County. Mm -hmm. And ours was completely above board. Completely above board. But so there's three ways to vote. There's only three ways to vote. You can vote absentee by paper, you know, send it back in the mail Mm -hmm. or drop it in a drop box. You can vote in person, and that's in person during the three weeks or on the day of election, or you can vote military. That's it. That's the only three ways you can vote. Um, The night before the election, and a lot of people don't understand this, they call the Republican representative and the Democrat representative in. All of the ballots that have been sent in, they open, every single one of them, and they run them through the machine. Dominion machines count all the votes. The ones that kick out, let's say Josh is Josh is a dummy, and Josh voted for Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp. He voted both sides of the ballot. That ballot will kick out because it's an abnormal ballot. Every other ballot w- will go through and count. Well, then it's my job and the Democrats' job. We look at Josh's ballot. And determine who they actually voted who, for. Who, what was the voters' intent? And if we can't, inst- uh, you know, we can't discern who the voters' intent with the judge, then we strike that race. It doesn't strike your ballot, but for that race, there's not a there's not a vote recorded. So the rest of the ones on the ballot would be fine, Absolutely. besides yeah. for that one. Sure. And where we saw this screw up the most mm-hmm. this last time was in the Senate race. We had people that voted for every Republican. We had people that voted for every Democrat, like voted for 11 people in a race. Yeah. It was, it was just crazy and wild. But this Dominion, the Dominion getting a bad name, I'm going to tell you, Dominion was dead on the money all four times here in Blackley County. Okay, if we go by Dominion, 
And I'm going to make sure I tell you the truth. So let me pull up this email. While you're pulling that up when it comes to Dominion, you have to like correspond with other people that's in the same position as you are, like in other counties, right? Are friends with them or whatever? Yeah. Did you have any of the other counties that said that Dominion came back? Like, yeah, they, they would be off one or two. They would be but, off but, one or but, two. But not, but not, but not hundreds. No. Okay. Oh, what oh. about Fulton County? Um, Fulton County is a goat show. It's a circus, and it has been for years. Um, I mean, that's, that's one of the ones that held a lot of the weight. But is Fulton there enough? Vo- and- but was is there enough votes there to outweigh the rest of the state? Though? Well, yes. There I is. say you take you take. Uh, oh gosh, help me! Where the Hawks play? State Farm Arena. Yeah, yeah. What people don't realize is State Farm Arena is one out of every twelve votes in, in the state. That's how many votes are there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how many the people map. vote there. Look there, at the map. Tons. Look well, at the map. and the whole two, state and- of Georgia's red. Except well, and here, here's Macon. what I was telling you about when I was, you know, when I was living up north. Everybody says that New York is a blue state. The only reason that me and him had this talk before we started this episode, the only reason that New York is a blue state is because of New York City. Where mm-hmm. I was living at between Rochester and Buffalo, it was all red. Everybody had an AR. Everybody rode four-wheelers. Everybody went fishing. Everybody hunted, you know. And they all hated, they all, look what I'm telling you. Everybody hated the politics in that state. And the only reason anybody stayed there was because of family. But when New York's votes would come in, it was New York City, Albany, Syracuse, and Buffalo. They had four big blue sections. The rest of that whole state, if you look at it on a map, is red. You got the numbers from Dominion? Yeah. All right, go ahead with it. Anyway. So if you look at... These are in-person votes. So you either walked in going up to the election or on the day of the election. Donald Trump got 2,007,789 votes. Joe Biden got 1,615,518 votes. Okay, so for these Dominion conspiracists, if Dominion was throwing this election, they got to need to be fired. Yeah. He yeah won, they, they Donald Trump won by almost 400,000 votes on the machines. Okay, let's go to the paper. Okay, so the absentee that's, ballots. That's in person. <laughs> no, the, the paper is absentee ballots. Uh, Donald Trump got 450,000. Joe Biden got 850,000. All right. So what, what I tell people, <laughs> what, what I tell people, and it's the same thing in David Perdue. If you look at David Perdue in person, 2 million. John Ossoff, 1.5 million. But when you go to absentees, David Perdue, 450,000. John Ossoff, 800,000. Dominion did not throw this election. If anybody ever tells you that, they don't understand math. This election was lost in the absentee ballots. Now, can I tell you it was lost crooked? Or can I tell you it was lost honestly? I don't know. But the paper ballots is where this was lost. Can you tell us the process for absentee ballots? Okay, so absentee ballots, all you got to do is request one. That's it. That's all you got to do is request one and send one in. Now, used to, or excuse me, in this past election, we sent out a ballot request form to every single person on, on planet Earth in, in the state of Georgia. Sure. We created a lot of problems. Um, one, first of all, the Postal Service wasn't ready for it. I mean, they weren't ready to get all that stuff in. But, not, and then I could get it out your mailbox, send it back in, get the ballot, send it back in. Ballot harvesting was a real thing. This next time, if I go get Neil Mullis's ballot and send it in, I got to have the last four Neil's social security number. That's another layer. 
See now that's another layer. Like it's going, you're going, it's it's going to make it tough. It's going to make it easy to vote, hard to cheat. Now y'all may have all I vote in person every single time. I like, believe in voting on the machines. Sure. Um, but I just firmly believe that this te- this law has a lot of teeth. And it's going to make a lot of difference. You're not going to battle harvesting. It's going to be extraordinarily hard. Used to, we had, I don't know if y'all ever saw the birdhouse behind the courthouse, but it was the absentee ballot collection point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just looked like a big birdhouse. Now those have all been moved inside. So if you have a ballot harvester come in with a hundred ballots to turn in, they got to walk in in front of the probate judge or the board of elections and do that. They can't just deposit it at night in the dead of night. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, is it where, because this is where like I saw some people and uh, you know the process, I have no idea. I saw where there were some people that would request, request an absentee ballot, but they would still go and like vote in person. Right. If you do one of those, but you still send the other one in, does first, one of them kick out? First ballot counts. Okay. First ballot counts and the other one doesn't. Okay. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, then when I went and voted, because I vote early. Right, I vote early just cause of work. Hey, you may die. Sure, you uh, want an Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm off every God. Friday, so it's shit. It you'll still out. count your vote after you're dead. But, That's fine. Uh, if you requested an absentee ballot, it wouldn't let you vote because uh, a guy that works there. You could vote, but it would be on a provisional. Okay. Well, when I was in line, uh, the Mike that was working there, uh, he was he was asking everybody, did you did you request a ballot? before you come here because if you did it, they were having problems with with people voting in person if they requested a ballot and uh, let, let me tell y'all about dominion too okay y'all heard the people that say somebody from germany or somebody from chile hacked the election and got into dominion and put in all this code doesn't pelosi's husband or something have something to do with it all right or yeah. is that is that false fake news that, too? that's fake news but let, let me tell y'all something Venezuela. Okay, people that can hack stuff generally have some kind of technical skill, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't hack anything. I can barely remember my email <laughs> password. Sure. But people that can hack things are extraordinarily gifted individuals in an, in a certain facet of life. Do you think those people are risking their freedom to influence an election? They're not. The people that are risking their freedom for an election or the people that have nothing to lose. The people that I go over and say, hey, Josh Terry, here's $1,500 if you'll bring me in some pre-marked absentee ballots. Yeah. And Josh is a nobody and $1,500 to him changes his entire life. It's not this hacker that makes $250,000 a year. It's Voter fraud is done on a very low tech scale. It's got to be That's somebody, how it's done. It's, it's done with ignorant people. It's got to be somebody with a personal vendetta too. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's done by somebody that's already a criminal of some sorts. And I, I just don't buy that there was these, that Neo in the Matrix had it out for Dominion. I don't buy that. And it's not what bore out here. I really it's think like, that people were just looking for anything to gravitate towards because there's so many people that just do not know how to lose gracefully. Well, here's the deal, Josh. If I tell you that Dominion had this algorithm that screwed you out of the election, it's real easy for you to get mad at Dominion and point your finger, right? But if we go back to what I said earlier, that five votes in Bleckley County is all I needed. And plus, who You know who that's on? 
That's on you the people for not calling your yeah, uncle, for not calling your brother, for not calling yeah. your cousin. Yeah. You have to take personal responsibility. Yeah. So is it personal responsibility time or is it pointing at the boogeyman in the sky? Plus, whoever yeah, said their algorithm wasn't right. Right. Now, you want to blame it on the algorithm, but you don't know whether it's wrong or right. Well, I have to be objective. Go ahead. That's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. Devil's advocate. <laughs> anyway, that's that what I'd would. rather you'd be. Well, I mean, we had a pipeline this year. Shut down, shut down the whole East Coast. Nobody knows who the fuck did that. Nobody's got a clue how we hacked the whole damn pipeline for the whole East Coast and shut down gas production. We ain't got a clue who did it. Who's to say you couldn't hack an election system, especially when it's being developed in another country? Because I believe the Democratic media and the Republican media both said it was done in Venezuela. So, so here's the deal: the when servers you, were in Venezuela or you, something like that. When you that. go vote, when you go vote, it, re, it registers electronically, but it also prints out a hard copy, right? So, let's say it counted. You voted for Trump, and it counted the vote for uh, Biden. Let's just say that happened. Yeah. All right. Well, that hard copy printed out when you got it before you put it in that drum. You remember exactly. that waste basket or whatever it was. Not a wastebasket. That makes it sound like we're yeah, throwing it away. That's, but that's perfect. Good, good job convincing everybody it wasn't rigged. Well, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you fed it like a fax machine. All right. So those papers, when we went when we went back and counted those papers versus the computer numbers, exactly. dead on. Okay. Dead on. Okay. So that that that, that was not it. That was okay. that was not it at all. Um, that, that was just for Blackley County. That, and that's all I can speak on. Yeah. You, that's all I can talk about. You ever been around a a, a woman? a woman especially, that wants to catch you cheating so bad that she's going to find something. Yeah. She's going to find something. There's too many people that wanted to see the election overturned. I'm not questioning. That if they would have kept looking, and you know they're still looking to this day, if there was hard-ass evidence, it would have already came out. Well, see, the Republican Party right now, here's something that y'all may not know, but the Republican Party has done what's called geocaching or geofencing. All right, so... Do y'all y'all familiar with the Boston bomber? Uh, yes. the, you know the Boston you're marathon. About the, run, the marathon bomber. Yeah. Do y'all yeah. know how they caught him? Uh, I do. What I they the did is they went back in time to when it happened. They pulled a certain square mile radius of how many cell phones were inside of that, and then they started sorting them all out. Mm-hmm. It's ge- geofencing is what they call it. Yeah, NSA. So the GOP paid for geo uh, for geofencing for all these drop boxes in Atlanta. They found 250 people that went by the same drop boxes numerous, numerous times. Now they're making the, the the right is making the argument that these people are ballot harvesters. I'm making the argument that some of them could be UPS or FedEx that just go by there every day anyway. They have to run, run a route. Or, you they know, have some, to do somebody their job else. They run a route. Yeah. 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 Right. But you know, there's a whole bunch of what ifs. Here, here's the honest to God truth. You cannot cheat turnout. If the right turns out, you can't cheat it. And the right didn't turn out. And here, here's some numbers that are... In that are, person. No, just turn out to vote, period. Because the mail-in ballot is, is once again, still the question. Well, it well, is. Well, hear, hear him out. Hear him out. Hear but here, here's the numbers for Blackley County. The first time Trump ran, Trump got 75% of the vote. The second time Trump ran, he got 76% of the vote. You think, hey, that's pretty good. It's horrible. I'm going to tell you why. The first time Trump ran, we had an 85% turnout in Blakely County. 
How low was it this time? The second time Trump ran, it was 74%. We lost 11% turnout. I can't even tell you who it was. It was the over 50 white male that didn't turn out to vote. I mean, I, I, can, I can drop it down to that. So people did not, I don't know if people took it for granted that Trump was going to beat Biden. I don't know if people got tired of Trump's mouth. I don't know what it was, but they didn't come out to vote. I've, and see, Blakely County, it takes 10 or 12 Blakely counties to offset a bib, to offset sure. a Muskogee, to offset sure. a you know, Richmond. Well, yep. One of those counties. How many would it take to offset a Fulton? Oh, God. A, a, a lot. Hundred something. <laughs> a lot. I mean, a yeah. lot. A hundred. But, but see, we didn't have the turn. Trump did not have the turnout the second time. Those, you got to think the second thoughts that you have about him sitting here now is the second thoughts that seasoned people that ha were having about him. We might be like, you know, we'll give him a little bit of leeway. But how irritable do you know old men to be? Well, they're very irritable. All right. So as soon as you piss them off I mean, one time I mean, or as soon as they start second guessing it, they're not going to do it. All right, or. Well, the or, farmers. So I'm, I'm going to cut you off. The ahead, farmers. That begged me for Trump signs the first time. They didn't ask you. The I had a time. list. The second time I called them, I said, "Mr. Farmer, I'm gonna come out there and put it on your combine on the corner of the field." They said, uh, "Yeah, I, be I don't really want it out there this time." I don't know if they were worried about the combine getting set on fire, uh, or they just didn't want to get involved I, in it. But the same people did not want the stuff. For how many? How many of those were full blown Christians? That you, usually our farmers around here are Christians. Yeah. I think Trump scared a lot of Christians off with his actions to where they started questioning like their their religious morals against their political morals. And when that comes down to a Georgia farmer, who you going with? You going with God. You ain't voting for Trump. You hear me what I'm talking I'm about? I'm also not going to vote for Biden, which could be the separation. That is exactly about. that would if they you, didn't vote. If you, if they you didn't line come. it up. That that way, 50 that's white exactly male didn't right. come. Hear me what I'm talking about. It's what I just what I said on that episode where the first the, the first time that the three of us got on there, it was that people did not turn out because either Trump felt like he had it in the bag, or after the election, according to him, it was rigged, and certain things didn't turn out like he thought it was. So it was rigged. It was it was, and they're going to do all these investigations, and it's going to turn this thing around. Da da da. And if you would have, and it goes back to the Georgia election with uh so saying the Warnock same thing Nassif. if he had to just shut the hell up or, or got on stage and been like hey okay this election was lost but we have another one coming up that's very important i got vote my for these people in the white house yes. but we got to hold but, the senate but we got to hold these people vote for these people he didn't mention it at all yeah he's always as he much as i like it. him as much as i like him he's always made it about him he's a and narcissist yes he, he is a narcissist. Well, uh, one more question, Chan. Yeah. Two more, actually. Go ahead. Uh, what? We still got four. I mean, if we wanted to run 40 minutes, you still got 40 minutes. Well, Take your time. Yeah, I got a lot of questions. Why well, ask? <laughs> um, this guy's the only person I've had on my show besides Candace that actually knows the system, and he probably knows it better. Well, so Candace was on the ballot. She didn't see all so this. So she can't see Yeah, she this. can't that's see right. it. Um, oh, that's right. She was running for uh, Senate. That's right. She was running for Senate whenever all this happened. The new voter reform bill Georgia yeah. passed, right? So, in order to vote by mail, mm -hmm. all right, did, did you say it's got to be a valid social security driver's license, number? Driver's license number, social security number, or another personal identification. Right, how do you validate a social security number for somebody that's uh, able to vote? It's on, it's on your voter registration card. Okay. Yeah, so when okay. you register to vote, it's, it's on there. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk so about So, we're not going to be going to nursing homes and registering people that don't know where the hell they're at. I am. 
I mean, you could. I'm, 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 I'm going to try to get ballast from the nursing homes. That is I mean, if you're, I, it's completely above just, board. Yeah, well, I mean, whenever he told me the original time that Stacy outworked the GOP, yeah. she did things like that to where there's that – it's not a gray area. It's legal. But morally, you're like, oh, that's – that's a little... Uh, Maybe I shouldn't. I just feel a valid driver's license <laughs> yeah. holds a little bit more integrity, a little bit more... A valid driver's license is on a top, on the a higher run, shelf. The problem you run into there is the people that don't have a driver's license. Why would they have an ID? Yeah. A current uh, ID. Yeah. With so an address. There, there's something in there. But let's talk about... So we talked about three ways of voting. Let's talk about where the Democrats whipped our tails. Okay. Okay, let's say that you and your wife, you married right now. Yeah. All right, you and your wife sent in y'all, y'all voted absentee. And y'all both sent your, your ballots in absentee. And when they came in, our ladies and, and gentlemen down here at the courthouse, they looked, they were verifying signatures. Does that signature match his driver's license? And they looked at Neil's, Neil's, Neil's pretty good. That, that, we're going to count Neil's ballot. And what's your wife's name? Kelby. 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 And they look at Kelby's and they're like, eh, I don't know about this signature. Okay. What happens a lot in rural Georgia? The man votes two ballots, right? Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be honest with the man also signs the mortgage, signs him and his wife's name on the mortgage, That's stuff right. like that. Sure. Nicest yeah. way of saying he, yeah. his old lady's going to follow whatever he does. Well, I mean, it, it happens a lot. It doesn't yeah. mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It just happens. So, Here's where the Democrats killed us in the metro area, but around here they didn't. So signature val uh, verification, in our county, there was 28 signatures that didn't match. Now, we live in a small county. So our people here, between the six of them that work at the registrar's office, they know every single one of those people. Right. They drove to their house, and they say, Neil, look, we know you signed your wife's name to this. If she wants to ballot the count, she needs to sign it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's called curing the ballot. That makes the ballot count. When you're looking at the, I guess, the authenticity mm -hmm. of the ballot with the signatures, can you kind of go through the process of matching up the signatures? Do you just eyeball it or is there... Yeah, it's eyeball. It's just eyeball. Yeah, it's eyeball. And I mean, you can tell a big difference. If Neil signed his wife, I can tell the difference. Now, like in a bigger county. Okay, in a bigger city. Would they just throw it out if it didn't match? It would be just put into a pile. Yeah. Okay, now in that pile here... We cured every single ballot in Blackley County except for one. We could not find the people to cure it, so that ballot didn't count. Okay. Mm. But every other one, we found them, and what it was, husband signed his wife's name. It's, it's what happened. Sure, sure. In, in big counties, you would have a stack of eight, ten thousand 10,000 ballots. They don't know who these people are. Well, the Democrats came in there, and they got the list, and they said, well, Josh Terry, we'll go find Josh Terry. Yeah. And they sent somebody looking for Josh Terry. The Republicans did not have that. Yeah. They didn't have that. And so the ground game got beat there. What the Democrats did was completely legal. They were organized. Well, I mean, but they were ready for it. Well, I've heard a lot. I've, I've read and watched so many things to where it's like, it's not, you ever heard that old joke when it comes into sports, especially we're from, you're from Cochran or we're both from Eastman, but the dirt track races being right here. Uh, a saying that I have heard my whole life, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You always got to push it right to the limit of that line. 
Well, you can't give them anything to vote. You can give them a ride to the polls, but yeah. I guess you could kind of tell them that if they want to ride home, they need yeah, to vote you right away. <laughs> there's that gray area. There's certain people that are very good at the gray area, and I think that's where most of these elections, especially in Georgia, was won or lost. Now, Chad, and, are you are are you are you involved in any of the policies or anything like that? Republicans are running for yeah. Yes. On. So there's a lot of stuff that gets run by me, and I tell them what people around here think, okay, or how to phrase something the way okay. they think. Um, it's, you know, what I tell people, the president is going to have very little effect on your life. The governor's got a big effect. Except for your local sheriff, your local sheriff has a big effect. Like you, you know, the further you get away, the, the least that they can help you. Um, I'll look at several policies right now. All right, do y'all do y'all know who's the most powerful man in the world? A lot of people say it's Joe Biden. It's not. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's actually Mitch McConnell. Nope. Huh? Well, who is it? It's Joe Manchin. I don't even know who Joe that is. Manchin. Oh, Joe Manchin is the senator, senator from West Virginia. Yeah. Is he right. the deciding vote? Because he's the one because that can he's go a moderate. either way. Oh, okay. He's not a hardcore Democrat. Right, he's a moderate. So he, here's here's the deal on the Senate. So we got fifty Democrats. We got fifty Republicans. And Kamala is supposed um, to be a tiebreaker. Tie All right. So here's why I think Manchin, Manchin is really the only thing, that, Manchin and Cinema are the only two that stand in between us and them spending $5 trillion in this reconciliation effort. That's You're right. it. You're right. Here's why I think Manchin is, is an idiot. Manchin's from West Virginia. Y'all know what Obama did to West Virginia. He cut uh, yeah. the coal out and yep. killed, I mean, that's all they had was coal. He killed their economy. He cut them out. So if Manchin was smart, what I would do if I was him, I'd sell my soul. I'd go and say, boys, I'm on board with y'all, but y'all got to restore coal to West Virginia. Absolutely. Y'all hook my state up, and I'm on board with y'all you for whatever you want to do. Filtration systems. A lot of those little small coal mines, when I worked up there, we worked uh, shutdown work. And a lot of them is just a dead end line that goes straight to a coal mine, but you had TNS, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, a lot of the guys, I talked to a lot of guys out there, and they were going out of work because when Obama come in and he passed his uh, Clean Air Act or whatever, if you had a coal mine, you had to install a $500 million oh, yeah, it costs more than it made money. system yeah. right, right. in order to run your coal mine. Cutting your legs out from under. And you couldn't do it. He didn't shut them down. He just said, well, in order to run, you got to have this. So let, let's take the Republicans right now. You want to hear a lot about Kemp versus Trump. You know, there's a lot of people that have that feeling in the party that you're either a Kemp man or you're a Trump man. I want to shift it to the Democrats. The Democrats have the same party. I mean, excuse me, the same problems that our party does. And the Democrats have their common sense, middle-of-the-road folks. And then there's AOC. Yeah. And Elon Omar. And right. some of them out there that's just the, out there. The squad. Beto O'Rourke. Hey, we've got, we've got our people. You know, oh, yeah. we've got Marjorie Taylor Greene. We've got some of them on our side. Thank it's you. Just I'm telling you, if I can give up the whole QAnon movement, yeah. then she ought to be able to do Ted it too. Cruz, <laughs> Ted Cruz is like right there. Yeah, man. Ted's he's out there. He's, but he's, so here's the, here's the problem that you have with those people. All right. Here's the problem the Democrat party has come to in the road they've got a fork in the road and eric erickson talked about this on the radio in atlanta today down one way they can chase this five trillion 
uh, $5 trillion spending plan that they want to do. If they do that, what falls by the wayside is gas prices and immigration. The American public's going to hang them if gas prices don't come down. Okay? But if they decide to chase dropping gas prices and controlling immigration, that five trillion reconciliation, those crazy people on the left, the Bernies, the AOCs, the Ilhan Omars, yep, yep. they're going to hang them. The Democrats have painted themselves into a corner. And this is what I tell people. It's hard. When you're the backup quarterback, Justin Fields was the greatest thing at the University of Georgia ever. <laughs> you know, right now, JT Daniels is, you know, he is Joe Montana. Whoever's on the bench is the greatest thing ever. When you're the one in the game, it's a different ball game. And they're in the game when, now. When you're and they having don't know to worry, to play when you're having to worry about Saturday morning quarterbacks. Yeah. That would I, have I mean, done this different, done that different. And if I had been in his shoes, I would have done this. Yeah. That's and, all. And it see, is. they've they've got to they've got to figure out what they want to do. And my problem with politicians is that Josh, here's a prime example of a politician versus a statesman. Okay, I don't care how you feel about the vaccination. I've been vaxxed. Yeah. I, I don't feel good enough to tell you you need to do it. It was just something I did riding down the road. Sure. I, I was riding down the road and pulled in and did it. I, I don't feel strongly about it one way or the other. My ex, when she came to bring the kids over, I asked her how she felt about the youngins getting it, and she was bracing for an argument. She said, I don't feel good about it with them fixing to be childbearing years. I said, okay. And she just, like, wiped sweat off her forehead. She was she was braced for an I wasn't going to argue. Yeah. Right. Right. But here's the difference in a politician and a statesman. If you truly wanted the needle in arms, if that's what you felt was right, Donald Trump and Barack Obama could put their arms around each other. They could walk out on television and they could look at the media and say, you know what? I hate this guy beside me. I hate everything he stands but for. But this is what's best. But for this the is what's best for the country. Can y'all do this? Sure. And the other thing that could happen is if you look, do y'all remember Obama phones? Yeah, the free phone. Oh, I mean, lines around blocks, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so if I wanted vaccinations, instead of telling everybody at the base, you got to have, you, you got to be vaccinated by such and such time. What if I said on which Black... Is, which is happening now. Oh, yeah. What if I said on Black Friday, every Best Buy in the state of Georgia has got a 10? If you come in and get your vaccination, you get a $200 gift card. Not only would you have to have crowd control, you would have to keep the same people from getting back in right. line right. to, to, to yeah. get another They'd be lined up around the block. You know, yeah. there's common sense approaches to this. And this, these are things that I share with folks in the party. But I, I don't know that sometimes government does things the most common sense. I don't, well, well, just from the flip side of it, I know guys that work at the base who have quit the base yeah. because they are being forced to take this shot. I haven't had it. I've had COVID. Right. And it hit me like a freight train for like two or three days. Right. Where I laid around, I didn't do nothing. Like the flu. Like the flu. Yeah. And then I got up and, and I, you know, I got over it and I went back to work. But I have buddies now who are who work at the base here in Warner Robins up the road. And they're I know one guy who I actually have worked with who quit his job at the base because they were talking about making him do it. And I have another friend who's really in his head about whether he's going to quit his job supporting his family because they're going to make him do this by the end of November. So let, let me ask you, as a person, do you respond to the carrot or the stick? 
if I tell you, you got to do it or I'm going to whip your tail and take your job. Or, hey, man, if you'll do this, you get a $200 gift. You you and your girlfriend get $400 at Christmas. I don't well, respond I can to tell you which one is well, more What's more the old saying? You get, I, I, uh, if you I get was more bees res- with uh, sugar than, than, than salt. Yeah, sugar than salt. If I was going to respond to one, I would I would respond to somebody putting something good in front right. of me, which is what I see by the – but like me, I'm not going to do it either way. Right. Um, I, I had it. I better. I not – you know, I haven't had any uh, – what do you call it? Uh, Long term effects. It, from it. Yeah, it, ha- it hadn't worked against me either way. My mom and dad had it. They went and got the antibodies. I didn't get the antibodies. I just I had it. I'm done with it. Well, I'm if here. you had it, you have the antibodies now. Well, well, sure, but I mean the the antibody shot, whatever. Which mom and dad got the yeah. Generon or whatever. Regeneron. Regeneron. Yeah, but like I did it. I've had it. I don't have to worry about but it. But my problem, my, what I'm telling you is my problem with the government during this is that there has been an inconsistency in messaging. Sure. You know, they said that, and this, and then they've said this. And sure. Said and that's here, what I was getting around to. Like, be consistent. And there's nothing wrong with, if I ask you a question and you saying, I don't know yet. Yeah. See, if, that's y'all, a, if y'all ever and go to your yeah. personal doctor and they tell you, you don't know, that's the doctor you need to live and die by. Exactly. Because he will tell you the truth. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> that, it don't, that it ain't going to make him no I'm money, only, but he tells you the truth. That's why I'm not either side of it. I don't care if you get it, if you think it's good for you. I don't really know if it's good for me or not. That, I really don't that's get That's what shit. I was getting around to. If you want to get it, if you think that's what's best for you and your family, by right. all means, but what, get I get it. what you're saying. The government has not came together. If it was actually 100% good for you, that or everybody wanted, would be on the same they page. Wanted it, they wanted everyone to perceive that it was good for you. Fauci that makes more than together. the president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. Hey, look, I just, Fauci I makes more yeah. than the president. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm in so much trouble right now because I'm watching this documentary called uh, Crime of the Century, and it's talking about pharmaceuticals, knowing that some things are bad and still putting them out. There's yeah. no way, there is no way that with, with some of this stuff that there's not someone or some group or family, whatever it is, that has their self-interest at best, that they're not influencing people like Fauci. Well, I mean, you take Fauci, you know, what we've learned now is that the American taxpayer paid for gain-of-function gain of research. We paid to make this disease more deadly. Yeah. We, we paid for that. And folks aren't as mad about that as they are with the latest re- revelations that Fauci experimented or funded experimentations on dogs. Like, I I, I'm I just like, where are y'all at? Like, we created this thing, but we're worried about a few dead dogs. It would take yeah. it would take somebody. I don't even know if anybody can do it. You can't convince me that this shit didn't come overseas to implicate this election. I'm sorry. I don't know if it I was done specifically I for that. I think it was a terroristic act. I, I really I honestly think, do. I think it was perfect we timing. We were just fixing to sign this major trade deal with China. Right. And then boom, COVID. I think... I mean, it, I, I, but you know what? You wouldn't be saying that right now if the Republicans would have been on the side that used it to their advantage. Republicans didn't use it to their advantage. It seems like the Democrats well, there's did. There's no advantage to it. It is the, with the the with paper ba- ballots. Yeah, right. that's on, that's where I've always said from the very beginning. If you're a conspiracy theorist, the Democrats were the ones pushing it. They were also pushing you got to stay home, you got to do this, whatever. Well, do Public- you trust Hillary and Bill? I don't trust none of them. I don't trust. I don't trust Republicans. I tell you this about Bill. I, I trust Bill a lot more than I trust Hillary. 
I just like Bill Clinton, to be honest with but you. But Bill, so we've had two presidents in my lifetime that governed from the middle. It was Reagan and Clinton. Yeah. There's only two people that could get people on both sides to come together. Um, I think if I sat down and had a beer with Bill Clinton, I would enjoy my time. I think I'd like I think the it, shit out of Bill I, I Clinton. I think he's a likable fella. The, the he's part, done a couple of things that reminds me of me, to be honest with yeah. you. How the hell am I supposed to be mad at Bill? I don't know. If you're the most powerful man in the world, Monica Lewinsky's the best you I can will do. Tell, I will tell you this. There's no way I could have that much power. No. Uh, not, not, not for long. No, not for long. No, I, I agree I, with I you. Promise, <laughs> there's no way. I had the argument with somebody in Nashville this week. We got on the subject of Johnny Manziel and what a piece of shit he is. And I was like, look, I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm not saying Johnny Manziel is a bad guy. I'm saying if you'd have gave me $50 million at the age of 21, yeah. I'm probably Johnny Menzel. But you know what $50 million to him is? Uh, he's, he comes from a wealthy Nothing. family. He's, great, he's a billionaire. Yeah, so he he comes from a yeah. Well, for the majority of people that, yeah. that, that mess up. So if you're Bill Clinton, I can see I don't agree with it, but I also ain't been in his shoes. I probably would have abused power. Well, you know, th there are several things that I think the right can abuse right now. Like, we ought to be hammering the border. The, the border, something's got to stop down there. Yeah. Like, for you to work at the base and me require you to get a shot, but not for the people that are coming across the border, that, that just doesn't make sense. That's not following the science. That doesn't make sense. Inflation, these gas prices are real. They're real to everybody. Shit. To rich, poor, white, black, those are those are real. Um. And I don't know how far y'all follow this Luton County in Virginia where the girl was raped and then the school board said nothing happened. Oh, absolutely. I haven't seen this. This just I, don't fly. I haven't seen, I haven't seen that. But this, this is all, this is all democratic policies. Th now. This, this is all what they want. Yeah. Th this doesn't fly. And it's something that I, I don't think is a left or right issue. I think that most people, I've got two daughters. I want the people in their bathroom to be sitting down when they use the restroom. Absolutely. That's just, I, I don't, I mean, that could be, that could be right or wrong, but that's just what I want. Agreed. Um, I'm going to hush, uh, Josh, because I know you're running on time. But I, I, I do want to tell you a couple personal stories about the governor who I do believe in. Um, you know, we tend to vote for who the media tells us to vote for and what we think somebody's made out of. But I have made it a personal mission. There's nobody running in any of these races that I haven't met. I've looked them in the eye. I think I can tell a lot about somebody sure. if they're full of it or if they're real by just talking to them. And knowing Brian over the years, I can tell you this. The uh, 8th District has a big fish fry over at Perry at the fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. And hundreds of GOP operatives from all over the state come to this thing. The governor came this year. The governor walking in the door told me that when he got through talking, he said he was going to adjust his tie. And when he did that to come get him, for me to come get him and pull him out, there was a college friend of his whose daughter had tragically overdosed and was going to be buried that day. And this man left a political rally where he would be very well served in getting votes and, and smoozing everybody mm -hmm. to go see his college buddy. You ain't going to see that in AJC. Yeah, you're not going to see that. And he also went to go be with the family before the funeral because he didn't want to be a distraction during the funeral. You know, when the officer got killed in Glasscock County, he was supposed to be at a fundraiser that night. He left sure. and went to Glasscock County. There's, there's a right thing to do. We had a situation I've talked about off air with Josh where a young man was killed uh, tragically in our area 
And the governor called me at four o'clock in the morning wanting to know the mom and dad's phone numbers to call them. Now, wow. do you get some votes out of that? Yes. But that's not but the that's ultimate not goal. The point. No, that's not who he is. Yeah. And, and he was doing the right thing, reaching out. The difference between what he's talking about and somebody else is he didn't put it in the media. He did it because it was right. Sure. No, it was, he, he didn't it, hear about that. No, you're you not supposed to hear about that's it. That's when you know somebody's a good man. That's yeah. right. And that's he, right. he did it for the right reasons. He didn't do it for votes. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, he. And it also shows that he knows what's going on in the state. Yeah. He has I mean, a finger they, on the pulse. We, yes. we podunk Dodge in Bletchley County. We, we're nothing in the grand scheme of things, but he knows what's going on down here. He's watching. I'll tell you that going forward, y'all, there's four death nails for the Republican Party that we got to be careful of. We cannot get behind candidates. We cannot promote candidates that are four things. White, old, rich, and male. I actually 100% They can be three out of four. I do. They can be three out of four. Sure, sure. But the four out of four, the the women in the metro areas, we have to start presenting a different person. Um, Can you have an old white guy? Absolutely. He That'd better be not poor. be worth one hundred fifty yep. million dollars, sure. <laughs> you know, because our guys can't, our guys can't relate to that guy. Well, and that's um, that's what I appreciate about because I'm I'm not some political persona, but like the the females you're talking about the three out of four, and the the male thing seems to be a running thing in politics now. I've seen several females come out of the woodwork now that I can agree with politically, and I appreciate the fact that now. There is a stance for there's a there's a soapbox, if you will, for women, you know, well, it, but but you're right. You can't you can't you can't put this guy. I mean, just like and, and that's why so many people now, especially on the right, have a problem with Joe Biden because he's been in politics for so long. He's a he's a white male who's worth so much money and he's been in politics for so long and he hasn't solved anything. But see, don't don't get mad at Joe Biden. Sure. Joe don't know where he's at. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, but, you gotta realize he don't know he with what he don't know where he's with what at. What you're talking about, Chan, with those four things though. Uh just so I've got understanding because I would like to help the listener yeah. understand. It's a changing of the guard. You're not gonna win with what you've got now because you've already lost with it. Sure. Right. Like right. You, you have to evolve. Sure. Like you, what you're doing now, it's not that you it look does- at Kelvin King, a young yeah. black man, very successful. You know, you look at Christy Nolan, the governor of South Dakota, a young mm-hmm. female that's very attractive, very successful, been, done a great job as governor. You know, you look at some of these people in these positions and the demographics change. You can like it or not like yeah. it. You but you cannot is. keep running the billionaire white dude that's old money from Texas that's 80 years old. I mean, you can't. <laughs> the, that, 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 that's not what our country mm-mm. looks like anymore. No. That's what it, whenever, whenever I no. speak for Candace, whenever I go speak for Candace at her events, that is always what the hell that I talk about is that back in the day, a long time ago, it used to be actual representatives of the county. You had the farmers, you had the preachers, you had the firefighters, the teachers. Sure. Now you have career politicians. Everybody's kind of tired of that, I would assume by now. But career politicians look like what? Old, white, rich, whatever. Male. For your policy, for your party to win, you have to almost go polar opposite. That's why I think for Georgia, for for the next republic, I don't know. I would like to think that Kemp. I don't think Kemp's a bad guy. I don't, but the reason that I was supporting he's Candace, had more minority appointments yeah. than any governor ever. The reason sure. why I really like Candace. Because I, I want to back a winning horse. Now, like I said, I think she's kind of out of her league. I still respect the shit out of her. I think when it comes down to money, she's going to get blown away. 
She's a woman. She's a teacher. She's a Christian. She, she's a couple of really good things, and I think that's the next wave. Me and you kind of talked about it with Brianna, the girl who uh, from TikTok or whatever that comes down every once in a while. Bree. Yeah, yeah Bree. Bree is young. She's not even kind of ready for politics or nothing. But that, to me, is the next generation so of politicians. You it's funny that you should mention Brianna. They're the county chair, the equivalent of me in Telfair County, is a girl named Brianna. And this is her. All right, attractive, young, female, business owner. Uh, I'm trying to get you a picture there. Yep, next generation. All right, so it's that's, the next that's generation where the party's going. That's where the party's yep. going to be. And I'll tell you, when you go to one of their meetings down there, if you've got a young, energetic, attractive female, oh, yeah. do men want to be there? Yeah. Do women want to Absolutely. be there? Yeah. Like, they're better than us. I mean, they're more organized than us. You can say what you want to. That That is where it's headed. And... I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't either. You got, I, I don't know. I don't know what's the hold up with and that. And anybody who doesn't want to play that game and fall in line and realize that that is, you're going to get left behind. But do they know what makes the world go round? Yeah, the right ones do. It's come. It's come. Yeah, we're 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 guilty of being around women in this area I mean, who not, don't give a shit about I'm not politics. To downgrade them by yeah. no means. Right. But. There's a heap of women out there that ain't got a damn clue what it's like for them. And you're right, well. but for every 99 that have I mean, no I'm, idea, you have one. Rock star. That is a rock star. I right. will vote well, for the, the, the governor I vote for for what, 2022. Yeah. 2022, right. Voting in May. I will be voting for the one that does away with state income tax and does uh, just sales tax. That's the one I'm voting It's going to well, take a while to get to that. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I'm just looking for the one that lets me gamble in this Because it works. Yeah, for, it's, 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 I want weed legal. I want gambling legal. Well, it, it works so for Tennessee. It. it works for Florida. And it holds those people that well, are too damn sorry to work that are getting paid unemployment accountable. Because I would, now I you pay extra sales tax here, on these video here, games you play for 22 hours a day here, hear me instead out. of income tax. Hear me out here. I saw a meme. On uh, and it was some social media. I can't remember if it was Instagram or Facebook the other day, but I but I saw it and I remembered it. But it said, you know, the the reason why we're fighting the whole fight that we're fighting right now, and I feel like the four of us around this table can agree. It's because we spent decades, and our parents before us spent decades going. I don't care if the whole world wants to go to hell in a handbasket, as long as me and mine ain't doing it, I don't care. And now it's got so big around us to where it's affecting our personal lives. To it where, doesn't, it to doesn't where, affect, but that's a different, it doesn't, we, we, affect, and it doesn't I, affect well, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking about political wise. Yeah. Because we spent so long going, I don't care what the rest of the world does. I'm going to do me and mine. And yeah. that's the whole reason why the election was lost because everybody stayed, what well, I was talking about, everybody stayed home. And it's finally, and it, and it is finally on our doorstep. If you, if you don't vote, you're a piece of crap in my book. And it's finally fair. on our doorstep. And, and my, my whole, you know, everybody in the politics game, I, I can tell you this, Josh Ross, sincerity, everybody that I interact with, there's an angle. Oh, there has there's to an be. There's an angle on everyone. There's no one way you're, okay. you're my angle, yeah. My angle is voter turnout. I want um, I want people to turn out to vote. I would encourage people get involved. If y'all Neil, next time in May when we have the primary election that night at seven o'clock, come to the courthouse. I'll get you set up in the jury box, and you can sit there and watch the process. We're very open with it. I I, I think that people want to sit there and believe a make believe fantasy world 
when the real world is really there for you to see. Yep. I mean, come come yep. watch the process. I involve, you know, I tell people this all the time. The abortion issue doesn't move me. Second Amendment doesn't move me because I'm going to tell you where I go right now, I've got a gun on me or within arm's length just about everywhere I go. Yeah. And as long as I ain't pulling it out and waving it around, nobody cares. Right. Other issues in, and, and I'll tell you, I take the leftist stance that I'm against the death penalty 100% of the time. I'm, I think it's dead wrong. But the majority of the time, I agree with the right. And if you sit there and you accumulate, there's that woman that's very much pro-life. There's that guy that's very much pro-Second Amendment. And you find people that are like-minded. Y'all know that last time all the Purdue, all the Leffler, all the Kemp, all those signs, y'all know who put them out? I put out every one of them in Blackley County mm. by myself. You ain't got no help. No. Who <laughs> I mean, do you think brought me that big ass uh, Trump sign? Yeah. Back I here. mean, it takes a lot of work. It, and, and see, here's the deal. If everybody, this was goofy when Brian Kemp did it the first time, but I told him the other day on the phone, I thought it was brilliant. I don't know if y'all remember the last election, but Brian, when you went to go vote, he told everybody to do this in your picture. Would you and three of your buddies, like Georgia Bulldogs, do the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. Yep. And what the message was it drove home was your vote don't matter, Josh. Your vote don't. Can you get me three more? There you go. I yep. want yours and three more. Yep. And if you do that, if you call your Sunday school class, you saw your travel softball team, whoever, y'all all come up here, let's go vote, and we'll go out to Longhorns meet together. Yep. You, you, it takes more than your vote. That, We're that close. That is what this entire time, and you just said it better than I ever, ever could on this show. But even me going to talk for Candace and stuff. It's about getting out and actually doing something and trying to rally people to go. And maybe maybe not completely understanding why, but you have to be an extension of the person that you're wanting to win. Otherwise, they're not going to win. I feel like people well, need to be getting something out of it in order to go vote. Let, I feel hey, like not, I'm not sure Chan buying doesn't, voters. I'm sure Chan doesn't not, get anything about it. It probably is. I'm a, not saying buying that groceries. Costs me money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let, I'm not saying buying groceries. I'm not saying buying votes. But – I feel like these politicians need to do a little bit better job about telling everybody in the state of Georgia, how am I going to benefit you and your family Messaging. if you vote for me? Right. Be right. a little bit more transparent about the bills that you're wanting to pass and tell me how it's directly going to benefit me and mine. Right. And I'm going to take that and go a little bit, I say a little bit farther back. When this country was founded, the people here had never seen the king that was taxing them. They didn't know what he looked like. But they took a stand because they felt like it was what needed to be done. And that's the same thing. And we have that same thing with voting now. It's not on such big a scale. But when you take it back, the whole reason this country was founded was because people were having things or, or were on a level they were having things taken away from them they didn't understand why and nobody could prove to them why and now we have politics and people can say it's a broken system but you can sit down like you've done with us tonight and say here's where this is going here's why this works the way that it does and that's the beauty of this country oh it's horribly broken but i tell people it is it's terribly broken yeah where's better if you want to leave here where sure sure and if you want to leave there's the door but like the difference is Back then, they had somebody across the ocean who was telling them had the right. way that it was going to be, and now you have somebody right up the road, just like you coming in here and 
talking with us. They say, you have somebody right at the road. How does this work? Why does it work this way? Why, why did this happen at such and such? And you have somebody like you who can come here and, and, and here, sit down and I, say, here you go. Here's what I tell people. And I, I mean this sincerely. Find you one candidate. Okay. It could be the ag, the guys running for ag commissioner down here. That's probably going to run for governor in two or three cycles. It can be, Anybody, find you one candidate you believe in. And for, sure. if there's no other reason that you believe in them, believe in them because there's no other candidate worth believing in. Couldn't have said it no better. Believe in one guy. Believe in one guy and get out there. Go put out 20 of his yard signs. When you go vote, text your buddy. Say, hey, man, this is going to be a damn close election. I need you to come vote. Can you come up here and vote right now? I'm, I'm at the courthouse. The line ain't long at all. Come do it. Find you one guy to work for, and y'all won't, y'all won't, y'all won't believe how many people I texted the week of the election. Oh, I hadn't voted. I said, "Come on up here now, come on." And they they want people want to be led. They want sure. to be a part of something. They want to be, and it just takes one person can move fifty votes. Absolutely, I mean they, they can no, move that, fifty that, votes. And you're right. That's what I'm telling you. There's too many people that just talk about making a difference, but they don't realize and what was the thing you always hear is, oh, well, I'm one person. I, I can't make a difference. But what Chan's literally talking about and what I've been trying to push forever is it starts with you. It's a wildfire effect. Chan yep. lit a fire under me with some shit that he said to me last November when the election stuff was going on to where when he, he's responsible for me, I'm sure he would have rather me be pushing Brian, but... And you will be after the primary. Probably. <laughs> uh but, but he made me where I wanted to get involved. I was tired of just sitting around not doing nothing. Being proactive. Yeah. There's too many people that just talk about it, but they're not about it. Chan actually gets out and does it. He made me want to do it. I hope by me talking about one going to do things. One vote. I'm going to tell you something about one vote. Y'all know the state capital used to be in Milledgeville. Yep. All yep. Right. So Salma, you got Salma. Savannah, Augusta, Louisville, Milledgeville. When it left Milledgeville to go to Atlanta, you know, Atlanta won that by one vote. Atlanta one won vote. that by one vote. Do y'all know what city it beat out? Hartford. Hartford. Right there at the bridge in Hawkinsville. We no would be, shit. We and would I be doing one vote. Was that. Fishing that one vote, and he was fishing because he <laughs> thought the votes were in the bag. Yep. We would be doing this broadcast from Buckhead or Marietta right now. Yes, sir. If yep. it won for one yep. vote. So if you ever think one vote doesn't matter, it can change five everything. votes in the county kept Donald Trump from being president. Folks, that right <laughs> here, there's no true words been spoke. I mean, it, I, it matters. And I hope each and every one of y'all realize how important it is to, to vote, to know your candidates. That's what this show is about, to have a better understanding. Chan, if somebody in another state or another county, especially in Georgia, wanted to contact a representative or something to learn more about the process... The How would they go about the that? representatives? I, I would I would advise not to. They don't know the voting process. You know that's not what they do. They're legislators. I would say find their local county chairs. You know, like Lawrence County has a Chan, sure. Blakely, Dodge. Yeah. Everybody has one of me, and then all of us fall under district chairs. Like I'm under the eighth district chair, and then we fall under the state. Um, get involved. And, and look, you you don't have to like every candidate that I like, but find, find your one. Find well, your one. How would you get involved? How would you how, how would you pitch in? Come to a meeting like we have our meetings at a Southern Star, like Dodge, Blackley, and Telfair all meet at Southern Star. We eat dinner and we listen to these politicians speak. They come. Where's that advertised? At? They make um, it public. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean I, 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 it's on a Facebook page. I can yeah. give you okay. and come down there and you're gonna like some of the dudes and you're gonna not. 
I mean, I'm, and that's I'm fine. Thoroughly, I, I'm very. I've been. Interested. What's the one that I? The one I've gone to like twice down the one hey, down to Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. You'd never know this place was here. It's the coolest place. Probably got more history in that. How many acres? Seven to eighty years worth of it, candidates let me tell you, coming down. You there. don't realize where candidates are made in this state until you go to places like that. Yeah. Like you, you really like it's 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 surreal. And to it be gives you a chance you. to you know if you get on social media right now and say. Brian Kemp, by God, why did you not do this? You know what response you're getting? Nothing. None. You're not Nothing. But you know what? If you go down there and Ryan, we're having a fish fry and call him over the side and say, Brian, man, I just, I don't understand why you voted. I don't know why push, he did anything. Why, why I don't you know what he's going to do. Yeah. You know, what, know what, what? Explain to me this. You know what you're going to get? You're going to get a general, off-the-cuff, honest answer. Yeah. And I just, there's very few candidates that are good retail politicians that will dodge your answers. Uh, and I mean, you and you very quickly at these things too. Oh, yeah. I can sort them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I can you can them. very quickly when you go to these things, you can tell who is completely full of shit. Oh yeah, yeah it take, it take, oh, Instead yeah. of you seeing Facebook posts where they like had a bad car, no, we we joked earlier about Brian Kemp uh, making the greatest tweet or Facebook post, whatever, concerning <laughs> the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> he probably had it sitting for a day or two, ready to go. Oh yeah, but sure. when you're in public with these people and yeah. you actually get a chance to talk to, you realize that he is probably just as sincere. Right? I say people are mad with the governor right now. When I tell, what are you mad about? What am I mad about? What are you mad about? Uh, because people can't articulate it because Trump right Trump told them to be mad. Trump told them to be mad. You're you know? you're more educated than most on the certain more, stuff. I am more. Yeah, I, agree. More yeah, I agree. You are right now about the economy and the vaccine mm. mandate and yeah. nothing. Who sued the federal government to evoke the vaccine mandate today? I don't remember his name. Brian Kemp's his name. <laughs> That's what he I'm did saying. it today. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he wasn't the law. Be he, what, what he's the, the first. Firm? He's the first governor in the state of yeah. and what the, was the United law States firm to that did it though. I don't know because the, the Air Force base. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the, the base. Yeah. Brian is the first governor to do it. Well, I, okay. and, and and you know, there's there's a million things I can tell you about it. I, I can tell you he passes my smell test, and there ain't a lot of folks that do that. I voted for it the first yeah. time. And most likely, I mean, I've told you my opinion on the. I don't think you're gonna have a. If he stays, you're not gonna have a choice. I mean, for the left, I don't know who it'll be. I've heard Keisha Bottoms. I've heard that it's gonna be a school superintendent for Fulton County. It's it's not gonna be. I'm not voting for Keisha. It's not gonna be. And I'm not voting. Who was the mayor of Atlanta? Keisha Bottoms. Okay, that's what I was thinking. It was. That's what I was thinking. Keisha Lance. Yeah. But it's 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 not. We'll we'll see. And 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 I tell you what, close to election, if y'all want to. you know, with your grace, Josh, if you wanted to have me back and I ask would, me I about you know where a, I see stuff going, I can tell you. But um, I would because I, w- I wish more. Pe- that's my thing. Well, I'm telling y'all, it's and when you get on the inside, it's always easy to judge from the outside of these sure. things. I've learned more because of Chan and Candace and people who have took me in these inner circles to where you realize real quick. That there's so much stuff that gets skewed or whatever down the line by the time you actually see it. Uh, right, right. But they're not that fucking bad. They got put in a position. Well, and see, and- I, I just tell people, I look at myself and I hang my head. Yeah. I hang my head. These five people, my brother included, these five people that I know personally that didn't vote, those five people turned that presidential election. I own that. That's a shortcoming in my life. I'm not going to point to Big Bad Dominion yeah. 
when I can sit there and point, well, I, no, no I, I should have worked a little harder. No one ever likes to admit that they're the reason why something lost. They want to blame it on something else. I am. Well, I am. <laughs> one one thing I can say, and, and we've sat around this table with a lot of people, I appreciate you because so many people who are involved in politics or involved in, in any of that process want to tell you why their way is the only way. And you're one of the ones who has sat here and gone, you know what? You don't have to believe like I do. I'll give you the facts, well, that, and you can take it from there where you want to. That's what democracy used to be. Though. Sure. Better, it wasn't picking a side. You better find women. For you. My, my advice is you better find <laughs> women, <laughs> and you better find the college kids. There you go. That's right. You better find a way to get them two groups. All right, folks. Yeah. Well, I hope each and every one of y'all learned something from this. Pick a candidate. Pick a passion. Pick somebody that represents you right or left, in the middle. Find someone who represents you and support them and tell everybody why they should. Because uh, really, as you heard tonight, every vote counts. Thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. I will catch y'all next time.